Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. And to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. I have no desire to drink today. The opponent known as the insanity of the first drink did not show up in the ring today. And as long as I keep in fit enough spiritual condition... The opponent will not show up today. Pretty cool. The coffee's almost gone. I do not have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee. I've guzzled it. As I was just getting ready to do this, I was it's so good today that I just I got one of those helmets with the funnels attached to the sides. And I just walked around the house as I was getting ready to do this and just guzzled it. So the coffee's all but gone now. Matter of fact, you hear that? It's the last sip. I'm just going to do it right now. Gone. So that's the show. I do want to give a shout out. Just kidding. Today, I thought I would just talk a little bit about recovery not being separate, not being a separate thing. In other words, there's not the job over here and the relationship over here and meetings over here and then recovery over here. It's not a separate thing for me. And that might seem like a small, maybe insignificant kind of thing to talk about, but it's, it's, it's not.
I bring that up because I have many, many, many conversations with people who don't see recovery in this way. It's really at least talked about as if it's a completely separate thing. I'm working on my steps, you know, but that's different than like money or that's different than like, you know, my financial situation's different. That's got nothing to do with the steps or yeah, I'm working on the steps, but there's also, you know, I got some bad news today or I'm working on the steps, but also I'm really going through something. I mean, that's, that's most of the conversations that I have, I would say. As I talk to other alcoholics, it's usually like that, where there's... I understand the spiritual program of action, but also, like, I might get laid off. Or, you know, I understand the spiritual program of action. I understand doing the steps. I'm doing the steps, but also... You know, there's this or there's that. And to me, and how it has been in my life to the best of my ability, and how it is today to the best of my ability, with, you know, flickering ebbs and flows of success with this, um, is that you know, sobriety and recovery and the steps are, are glasses that you put on and, and you just keep them on. And you look at everything through those glasses. What am I going through with somebody? Where is God in that? Where is recovery in this situation? Where's recovery in this interaction? Where's recovery in my work situation or this quote unquote bad news or where is recovery? In other words, how do I, am I inviting God into this or not? Because when I say, when I have them separate, well, there's steps over here, but then this, you know, but this person's, this is a separate thing. When I do that, I'm not inviting God. So I learned really early on. I think in part because I was ready, because I was just really deflated. When I first sat down with my sponsor, I was open. And also, I think I had really good um, help from people. I had really, you know, thinking about it as I'm saying that out loud, like, I don't know. It's like I had, there was, there was, there was lousy advice surrounding me also. There was also. I had some amazing mentors around me. And I also had 
I guess what I gravitated towards was people who were, who looked at it this way, who were living it day in and day out. I just couldn't, I couldn't, uh, fake this. My soul recognized that right away as something that was not going to work for me. It says in the big book, you know, the, the message that has to hold an alcoholic, um, will have depth and weight, you know, or something I'm paraphrasing, but it's not it's frothy emotional appeals seldom suffices. In other words, they're there now or just, it's okay. Or just like slick slogans or whatever. Did I just say slick? What am I, 80? Wow. But, you know, those things are not going to hold in the long haul. There must be depth and weight. And so for me, I was just, I, for a, a variety of reasons, I, got this message early on that it was, there was no separating recovery and the steps and the spiritual program of action from anything it is a filter that goes over everything. It's not separate. And what's amazing about that is when I don't have it separated, um, I can go through anything. It's an all-terrain vehicle. When I don't have it separated, it's situations that are not Comfortable, I guess is the word I'll use, can be dealt with, even transformed. You know, and what I mean by that is check out this action. Check out this sweet action. I'll read this from this book, Alcoholics Anonymous. Turn to page. Don't scream in my face. I'll find it. Don't push me. Turn to page 133. First full sentence of 133 is where I'll start. We are sure God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, though it once was just that for many of us. But it's clear we made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid, then, the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate His omnipotence.
So I've had a lot of trouble come in my life. A lot. A lot. A lot. I've had a lot of pretty horrendous things on paper occur in my life. Many by my own invitation and many seemingly without that. But I take this to heart. I take this. This kind of speaks to what I'm trying to talk about here. Trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate God's omnipotence, unlimited power. That's what that would mean. Use it. To show that God is bigger. Somehow. It's a great chapter, the family afterward. Next paragraph. So cool. Twisted thinking and depression do not vanish in twinkling. Anyways. So. It really changes everything. In my life when I'm able to look at everything that way through those glasses. Pretty cool. Not pretty cool. Amazing. Speaking of amazing, I don't know if anybody out there are Scorpions fans, but but if you are or were, I would love to talk to you about their latest album. Anyways, happy birthday today to Chelsea. It's her birthday. And um, say hello to Dave. And uh, say hello to Tony. And Richard. And if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. Podcast Greater Than Yourself is coming back with season four. Give them a shout out. And, um, yeah, send me an email, sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. Check out the ridiculousness there. Send me a direct message if you'd like. And um, go to recoveryradiokmp3.com to get fun things to support my wife's ongoing project. Recovery Radio merchandise is available there. Of course, the books make good stocking, stocking stuffers. Give the gift of sarcasm this year. All right, that's enough. And uh, that's it. I am. <laughs> I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving.